welcome back. We got more happy shit, and then we got more sad shit, and then we got more happy shit. Alright, man, fuck that. It's your boy getting on uncensored. <laughs> we gonna call this episode, wait. <laughs> I'm not gonna put wait till you see my dick on the episode. <laughs> Gotta have some form of professionalism up in this bitch. But anyway, man, we just gonna hop right into it. I haven't talked about this yet. I'm surprised because I'm a petty ass nigga, but you know, take off past and stuff, so I had to do that first. But, nigga, Joshua Primo got cut from the San Antonio Spurs. Now, if you listen to my draft show, I graded the San Antonio Spurs a D plus. For a reason. I graded them niggas a D plus for a reason. Because, first of all, Joshua Primo wasn't even on any draft board in the first round or the second round. And sometimes San Antonio, picking the most underrated guy wasn't always the thing to do. Because this kid was wilding out. Now, the initial report came out about the waving, right? And, you know, Primo came out and said, oh man, you know, my mental health, I need to walk away from the game because of mental health. And we know damn well, you and I know what's going on. Not knowing what the fuck was really happening here. Not knowing that this little nigga was out in these streets pulling his dick out on women. This nigga was pulling his little pecker out on these girls. Bro, this nigga is sick. Joshua Primo is sick, bro. He is sicko, bro. This nigga was what was what what was what what goes into your mind? I mean, a lot of people gonna say, you know, the counter is gonna be, oh, someone probably did that to him, and that's probably why. No, dog. What I think is, I think since he reached a level or a status, he was a first round draft pick. He was making about two, three million. He thought that he could possibly be unscathed from this situation. And everybody want to use mental health when they get caught or get in trouble. Everybody want to use mental health. I know people with real mental health issues, nigga. You just a sick ass nigga. You just a sicko mode. They'll be like, he's only 19. Yeah, you a 19 year old sicko. nigga said, wait till you see my dick. <laughs> hey, bitch, wait till you see my dick. <laughs> That's what he was doing. Doing the yin-yang. And once the Spurs were aware of this behavior, they had to let him go. The question remains, um, will he get another job in the NBA? done in the NBA. He's done with the Spurs, for sure. He's never going to come back to the Spurs. 
But I truly do believe that he will probably be redeemed. But I don't think he was a good player anyway. From day one, I don't think that was a good pick anyway. I feel like Primo needed to go to college for four years. Because like I told you before, he was just so randomly picked. Maybe he could have had character issues where he was at and, and probably slipped off the radar for major teams. They probably knew about this and San Antonio decided to give him a shot. But um, my major issue with this is simple. That dude is sick, man. And nasty. But speaking of nasty, right? Hey, yo! Celebration! Y'all knew I was gonna talk about this shit. Steve Nash was motherfucking fired! Yeah! Yeah! Oh, man. We smoking on that, that bad coach pack. We smoking on that overrated player pack. We smoking on that motherfucking niggas will be like, oh, but he has an above 500 record as a coach. With Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving, your regular season record better be above 500. But we're saying you're a bad coach. And Charles Barkley, you wrong, man. You wrong. You wrong. However, I do agree with what J.J. Reddick said about the matter. This is a bad example of when you give players too much empowerment. And I agree with that. I feel like the Nets management is soft and weak. They are soft and wet. Oh, they're soft and wet. They're pussy. I smell pussy. Is that you, Nash? I smell pussy. Is that you, Cy? I smell pussy. Is that you, uh, what's his name? Sean Marks? I smell pussy. Y'all niggas is pussy over there. And, and we're gonna, we gonna stick to the Nets in a minute. But um, back to Steve Nash's firing. I feel like this is way long overdue. This is two years long overdue. This dude did not deserve a job in the NBA. He's not qualified. I don't care if he is a former player. What else did he coach before then? What other job did he hold down before that? He's not a Spolstra that went through the ranks in Miami for 20 years before he actually got a coaching job. This is just like, ain't no, ain't many black dudes gonna walk on like that. At least in Jason Kidd's situation, he was a good coach when he walked on. Nash, Nash's issues were simple. No adjustments. No creativity to the offense. No good offensive flow. It was just KD and Kyrie ISO and hope for the best. Drive and kick only gets you so far. They didn't run no defensive sets. Where was, the, did, did you see the Nets out there running zone, running box one defenses, running two, three, one, three, one, two, three. They were always man to man. 
did Nash ever call out a double team? Have you seen the Nets double teaming anybody? Pause that, but y'all know what I'm getting at here. Did you see anybody doing double teams on that team? No, you didn't. Like, even in the playoff series against Giannis and Middleton, they, Middleton and Giannis were not being doubled at all. They were just single covering guys. And those, you know, KD and Kyrie and Harden were not defensive players. We get that. But still, with that lacking, you got to make up for an adjustment. If you don't make up for that in adjustments, then what is your plan? Charles Barkley was wrong. Niggas talk about, oh, no, see, Nash was a scapegoat. I blame Best Simmons. I blame KD. I blame Kyrie. I blame Kyrie for being a jackass. Listen, man. I feel like this. You can't blame Ben Simmons for being shitty. Then you blame the GM for sure. The GM put all of this together. The GM hired Steve Nash against Kyrie and Kevin Durant's wishes. That's first of all. They didn't even want Nash from what I'm hearing. They just said fuck it and ran with it. But my thing is um, like, what the fuck, man? You have three of the best superstars, three of five, maybe, of the best players from that generation on one team, two who know each other previously, and you can't get to the, to the conference finals? I don't care. I don't care about injuries. A majority of that team was still there. I'm starting to think that I think they played five on five at practice. It's giving those vibes. Because, like I said, my major issue with Nash is how he got the job. Like, nigga, that's like putting me who has no experience in construction on a construction job for a high pay grade knowing damn well I don't know how to use the machines I don't know how to get through the goddamn concrete I don't know shit about construction and that's like putting me there to be a manager Like, come on, man. You gotta be shitting me, bro. Like, I like, like that's my number one issue is like how he got the job. Nash was is a Hall of Famer. I ain't taking that shit away from him. I think he's overrated, but he was never gonna be a good coach, and he should not get another job, like another coaching job, like ever again, unless he's an assistant. Learn how to coach first. Now, moving on to his possible successor. Um, the Nets want M.A. Udoka, of course. 
they've been eyeing him way before they fired Nash. They were going to give Nash four or five games to see if the Nets start off strong. Because if they did, they were going to keep him. If not, they were looking at M.A. Udoka at the beginning of the, you know, at the uh, during the offseason as his possible replacement after the, the scandal happened. They were like, hmm. Because, you know, they found a loophole where with the Celtics' permission, you know what I'm saying? They can get M.A. Udoka. Now, according to the streets, they have already worked out a deal with Udoka, even though GM Sean Marks denies that a deal is done because they are looking at M.A. Udoka and, um, what's the boy name? Quinn Snyder, you know, uh, uh, Willem Dafoe, the nigga, the nigga that looked like the dude from Spider-Man, that guy, they're looking for him. But I feel like both of those guys are better than Nash, easily. I mean, at least Quinn Snyder had coached people to the playoffs. And M.A. Udoka, you already know. You already fucking know. NBA Finals, the first year with them boys. But when you think about M.A. Udoka, he's back in the top five lives now. Bruh, this nigga cheated on me alone. Got her back. Got suspended a whole year with pay. Then is allowed to coach the Brooklyn Nets if the Nets hire him. I know uh, Marcus Smart did not like that shit at all because he came out and said that how is this even possible? You know, he was only supposed to be gone a year and come back. In all reality, Marcus, he was never going to come back. They were still trying to figure out what to do with him. So, about that. <laughs> but, wow. It's possible that Udoka is going to be a, the Nets head coach. That's crazy. Congratulations, maybe to him. Yeah, congrats, congrats go out to M.A. Udoka. because he was the Nets' assistant coach at one point. Not only that, Durant, he was Durant's coach during the Olympics. So, things are going to be looking up 
in Brooklyn land. I don't think they'll get it together until after the All-Star break, though. I think they will creep in and be maybe a 6 or a 7 seed in the East. Because this team has a lot of issues. Especially defensively. Ben Simmons is a liability on both ends of the court. A liability a liability at life, let alone the free throw line and everything else that has to do with anything basketball. But just a, a walking liability. He's unreliable. And has been his entire career. I don't care about the all-stars. I don't care about the numbers. Where are you when I need you? What have you done for me lately, motherfucker? Lily in. <laughs> but anyway, man. Let's move on off the net. Oh, yeah, and that Kyrie anti-Semitism shit. Y'all got to stop that shit, man. Y'all got to stop being so sensitive. Like, if that man want to promote a movie that he likes, let him. And what was so anti-Semitic about that movie? I mean, you can't tell a motherfucker how to fucking move personally. Like, who are y'all? You know, like Charles and Shaq and all these reporters and all these Jews that are outraged. I'm just like, I don't think it's that serious. To have a bunch of y'all sitting out front talking about, oh man, uh, 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 end anti-Semitism. Did Kyrie Irving say fuck all Jews? I want to know something. Did he say that he don't like Jewish people? I just want to know something. Did he say this? No. I don't know, man. I think a lot of y'all just have a lot against Kyrie Irving because he's a free thinker and does things differently than you would want. But I feel like if y'all gonna judge Kyrie for what he does, judge yourself for judging him. That's all I got to say on that. Let's move on. Yo, don't. I've heard this rumor a hundred times, but come on, man. Is it really true this time that Young Yembe is pregnant? Did, did bro get pregnant, bro? I just want to know something. Did my mans get pregnant, B? I want to know something, man. You want to know something, bitch? I want to know some shit. Did, some, did, did young M.A. get back to getting pipe, B? Did, did, did shorty sneak dick? Is shorty sneak dicking, man? Let me know something, man. Let, let me know if this is true. I highly doubt it, but bro, you sneak dicking, bro. Last time I seen Young M.A., she was like getting a hard on for Halle Berry. Bro was hot off of, off of her. So I don't know, man. Um, Even more sad news before we get to the games and stuff. It may have been Quavo's brother that accidentally shot takeoff. I hope that's not true. Because, you know, the big dude that always runs around with them, that's Quavo's brother, allegedly, according to the streets. Because there was more than one shooter. And they said that 
one bullet from each gun hit, hit takeoff. I just really hope that this isn't true. So, let's talk basketball. Let's talk yesterday's game. Let's talk, let's talk, let's talk. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. And before we get to that, right, her loss is tonight. Drake and 21 Savage are dropping her loss tonight. And I am leaning towards doing a live review. I'm leaning towards doing a live review. It's highly possible. That I could do something live for y'all around midnight, one o'clock. Whenever the album decides to leak, I will probably do a live review. So you guys might be getting two shows in less than 24 hours. So please be excited. Don't feel sorry for me. Throw a party for me. So. Anyway. Let's talk basketball as the Washington Wizards defeat the Philadelphia 76ers 121 to 111. And bro, the Sixers are struggling. I think it might be time for the Sixers to make a move because this team is not it. You would have thought with the offseason acquisitions that maybe, just maybe, the Sixers would take that next leap, and they're taking backwards leaps. Is it Doc that has to go? I don't think it's Doc. Personally, I don't think it's Doc. I really think that this roster is ill-constructed. Bradley Beal goes ham for 29. Porzingis has 30 points and 9 rebounds. This is what I manifested in the offseason that this could be a dangerous duo if you're careful. Kyle Kuzma, 18 points. Six niggas in double figures. Gotta love Washington, man. That's a big, that's a big win. Philly, Philly, Philly. Oh, yeah, no Joel Embiid. No wonder. Okay, that's why they lost. That makes sense. Tyrese Maxey, though, is becoming a superstar before our eyes, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. James Harden, 24 points, 10 assists. J uh, Tyrese Maxey, 32 points. I mean, they had five niggas in double figures of their own. Tobias Harris, 16 points. Gorgas Niang, 13 points. Daniel House even had 12 points. A career high. <laughs> but yeah, man. Philly not looking too good these days. Oh, I watched this game from start to finish. Um... Cavaliers survived the Boston Celtics in overtime as 
Cleveland and Boston fight over the nigga kingdom in the NBA. This is a, a very incredible game that I watched here. Like, that Jason Tatum dunk is still in my head to force overtime. That was an incredible dunk. I mean, six niggas in double figures. Jason Tatum with 30 points. I mean, 26 points and 12 rebounds and six assists. Jalen Brown, 30 points, eight rebounds. This game went to overtime. And ain't this a bitch? Al Horford, 12 points, 12 rebounds. Marcus Smart, 16 points. Grant Williams, 11 points. Malcolm Brogdon, 15 points off the bench. Then you got the Cleveland Cavaliers. Darius Garland, 29 points, 12 assists. Darius Garland in his return. He looked like red. He looked like red after Debo hit him. But still, even with one eye, 29 points, 12 rebounds. Donovan Mitchell, 25 points. Jared Allen, 14 points, 14 rebounds. Evan Mobley, 15 points. Karis LeVert, 15 points. If you can get this production from Cleveland, they could be knocking on the window of a championship contender. Kevin Love even dunked last night. Shout out to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Sacramento Kings against the Miami Heat. Let's see what happened here. Um, the Miami Heat survived off a of Tyler Hero game-winning shot. 26 points from him. 110 to 107. Sacramento is struggling, man, and I'm surprised. I, you would think that Sacramento would be a little bit better than what they're, they've been showing with those offseason acquisitions. Keegan Murray hasn't necessarily gotten into the, the pro adjustments yet. I'm pretty sure that he will get it together eventually. But Sabonis had 22 points. Kevin Herter, 22 points. Malik Monk, 19 points. And, oh... No De'Aaron Fox. No wonder why. I think Fox got injured. Don't know the uh, extent of the injury quite yet. But um, hopefully he's okay. We got Bam at a buyout in his bag. I had told you, if Bam at a buyout scores 20 a game, the Miami Heat could contend for a title. So we got Bam Adebayo with 20, 20 points, 11 rebounds. Tyler Hero had 26 points and 12 rebounds. Jimmy Butler did not play, and they still won. Interesting. Kyle Lowry had 22 points. See, this is what happens when Kyle Lowry is in shape. He's reliable and, and definitely useful. Gabe Vincent, 10 points, six niggas in double figures. Yeah, I'm disappointed in Sacramento so far this year. But, here we go. Miami Heat have to continue to do this. Bam Adebayo has to be consistent. Especially when it matters. Alright. Atlanta Hawks beat the shit out the Knicks. Wow. DeJounte Murray scores career high, 36 points. I warned niggas about the Cavs and the Hawks at the beginning of the season. Now they're starting to see 
what the fuck I'm talking about. Come to light. Trey Young wasn't his best. Only scored 17 points out of character, but DeJounte Murray made up for that. This is what I meant. When DeJounte Murray got signed, I told you he's going to take pressure off of Trey Young. When they hound him, double team him, Murray's going to be open. DeJounte, I mean, not DeJounte, uh, DeAndre Hunter's going to be open. 21 points for him. Look at this. 9 of 21, he's open. Most of the time, he's making open shots. John Collins, 12 points, 13 rebounds. On the New York side of things, Jalen Brunson, 20 points. Fournier, 3 points. Wow. I honestly think Derrick Rose should start. Manuel quickly, 11 points. Obi Toppin, 12 points. Julius Randle's inconsistencies is going to cost this Knicks team games that they could possibly win. I feel like this is one of those. Charlotte Hornets, are they still without LaMelo Ball? Yeah, even without LaMelo Ball have yet to be played this season, Dennis Smith Jr. has shown improvements. Oubre had a team-high 24 points. Smith Jr. had 10 points. But not much going on here with this Hornets and Bulls game as the Bulls beat them 106-88. to DeRozan had the worst game this season, and the Bulls still won. That's messed up. Six niggas in double figures. Got Pat Williams with 16. Zach Levine only had 10 points. Booch at 14. Javante Green led all scores. The Hornets ought to be ashamed of themselves. Goran Dragic, 16 off the bench. Drummond didn't even play. Crazy. And they still won. Wow. I told y'all the Hornets was going straight to the lottery. Y'all didn't believe me? I told y'all. Even with LaMelo, this team is not good. Los Angeles Clippers beat the Rockets two straight games, 109 to 101 this time. Paul George led all scores, 28 points. Mook Morris, 21 points. Uh, Reggie Jackson, 12 points. Moses Brown, 13 points. Pretty. This was a Paul George uh, masterpiece, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh-wee. Damn, Rook. Jabari Smith, 1 of 10. Jesus. He'll learn. Alperin Sengun, though, 26 points, 13 rebounds. Wow, Zubak. Zubak got killed <laughs> today. Oh, last night, I should say. Damn. My God. Jalen Green, 22 points. Kevin Porter Jr., 22 points. But I think the Clippers were just entirely too much. As they, as John Wall played, he had six points. 
They're still without Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard is going to miss at least the next six games with lingering knee issues on that same knee that he had surgery on. Um, I don't know. It may be Kawhi's time. It might his time might be up in this NBA thing because he just keeps suffering from the same injuries, and that degenerative knee condition is not gonna get better. It's only gonna get worse the older he gets. So retirement definitely should be an option for this kid, and I feel bad for him. I really do. But, yeah, man. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Detroit and Milwaukee played last night, and the Milwaukee Bucks promptly beat their ass 116-91. Um, I was disappointed in Kate Cunningham's performance last night. I, you know, because he had been a lot more aggressive lately, but he took his foot off the pedal. Bogdan Bogdanovich had seven turnovers. That's not going to cut it. How are you a shooter with seven turnovers? Doesn't make sense to me. Sadiq Bey, though, had the best performance, 22 points. Isaiah Stewart, 16 points, 10 rebounds. Not much to see here on the Pistons side, but Giannis Antipo-Negro, 32 points, 12 rebounds. He was incredible. Drew Holiday, 26 points. Great performances by the Bucks. Nothing more else to see here because this was a quick one. Wow, I saw this score last night and it fucked me up. The Toronto Raptors beat the San Antonio Spurs 143 to 100. You kind of expect the Spurs to get beat down like that anyway. The Toronto Raptors are better than what I expected, but I still say play-in game, though. I still say play-in. However, wow, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven niggas in double figures, ladies and gentlemen, 22 points. Yo, Pascal Siakam had a triple-double last night, 22 points, 11 assists, and rebounds. Damn. Gary Trent Jr., 24 points. He must have had one of those hot nights. Scotty Barnes was pushing the point. 15 points. Chris Boucher, 17 off the bench. Uh, Precious Achua, 12 points. Banton, 13 points. Very interesting team, I see, I see. Christian Coloco started. Didn't play that long, but goddammit. Whatever. That was a supreme ass-kicking. Three more games and I am out of here. Okay, Utah loses to Dallas 103-100. to As Luka Doncic, I told you guys about the Dallas Mavericks as well. They are a much better team than they were last year. and Everybody is healthy. Utah Jazz held it down, though. I mean, Utah's a lot better than anticipated. Even though I said that they were a great collection of players. And don't be surprised if they win some games. Jordan Clarkson, 22 points, 8 assists. Colin Sexton, 19 points off the bench. I don't know why he's coming off the bench, but whatever, we'll, we'll rock. 
will rock as planned. But anyway, right? Let's move on. All right. Dallas Mavericks. Luca's usual 33 points, 11 assists. Another day at the office for Doncic. Christian Wood, 21 points off the bench. Spencer Dinwiddie, 20 points, 5 assists, 4 steals. Oh, boy. Yeah, man, Dallas is just better than they were last year. However, this lineup with fucking what's-his-face, um, I don't know. Reggie Bullock and Dorian Finney-Smith have not played well this season. I think if they can upgrade at forward, I think they should make a move and go get another, uh, I mean, Tobias Harris for uh, Bullock and Dorian Finney-Smith don't sound like a bad deal. What you think? And Bullock could help Philly more than Harris. Let that marinate. The Memphis Grizzlies ended up edging out the Portland Trailblazers as the Blazers still are without Damian Lillard. As Anthony Simons, let me tell you something. This man is a young superstar. Him and Maxi are trending the same direction. Desmond Bain, though, he might get most improved player, in my opinion. 29 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists. John Morant, 20 points, 9 rebounds, 7 assists. Santi Aldama, 11 points. Steven Adams, 14 points, 11 rebounds. Great performance. However, Nurkic, Nurkic is back in his all-star bag now. 23 points, 13 rebounds. Anthony Simons, 31 points. Eight, eight rebounds. Well, eight assists, I'm sorry. Jeremy Grant, 23 points. The Blazers are a good team, man. Hey, man, watch out for them. They hung in there without their star player, so... This, I could be looking forward to seeing this possibly be a play-in matchup, hopefully. Moving on to the last game of the night, the Memphis Grizzlies. I mean, not the Memphis Grizzlies, but the New Orleans Pelicans lose to the Los Angeles Fakers. Now, mind you, the Lakers, without Matt Ryan's lucky three-pointer, But um, without the uh, lucky three-point shot of Matt Ryan forcing overtime, the Lakers really should have lost this game. It's on the Pelicans, for real, for real, as to why they lost. Because earlier on in the game, they were turning over the ball a lot. And it was just bad. It was Benny Hill out there. It was circus basketball. Zion was the only highlight here. 
as he was toasting LeBron James. LeBron James looked like he was out of shape out there. Not Mr. In Shape, not Mr. Bodybuilder, not Bron the Builder, not Mr. Get the Rolling Stone with the Rolly on, huffing and puffing. Everybody's talking about, oh, he's got a foot injury. I'm like, well, he played. He played. Don't want to hear it. He had 20 points. 10 rebounds, 8 assists. No excuses. They're, they still won. Anthony Davis is looking very all-star-ish. 20 points, 16 rebounds. Lonnie Walker, I told people that Lonnie Walker is going to have a great season. He's got multiple 20-point games. If he scores at this rate, the Lakers could make some noise. Russell Westbrook off the bench, 13 points, 9 assists. This new role that Darvin Ham has him in, he, Darvin Ham's looking like a genius right now. Now, as far as the Hornets are concerned, 27 points from Zion Williamson, 7 assists, 22 points from CJ. Even though he got most of his points late as he was struggling early on, Jose Alvarado hit a lot of big shots to get New Orleans back into the game. They were down as many as like 18 points. Or 17 points. It was one of those two. 15 points. Trey Murphy, 12 points. Yeah, man. I'm disappointed in the Pelicans. Even though the Lakers poking their chest out on beating the Pelicans, who was also... Who was a player who was an eight seat last year, and the Pelicans did not have Herb Jones and Brandon Ingram. So we know if Ingram would have played, y'all would have got your ass whooped, right? So are they popping champagne, celebrating in the locker room again? I want to say one more thing before I go. Two and eleven on the way. <laughs>